Before we begin this episode of Seen Any Good Films Lately, I have to dedicate this show to Roger Michelle. It's a very sad day for me, as I've just found out. The director has died at the age of 65. You'll hear him credited as the director of Notting Hill in all the obituaries online and on the BBC and The Guardian, etc. And of course, he was the director of Notting Hill. But despite all the criticisms that that film's had over the years, I've always loved it since the day I first saw it at the press screening, the very first press screening in Leicester Square, and I just knew it would be a huge hit. And it is. I think it's one of the biggest grossing films at the British box office ever. But that never changed Roger. In fact, if it did, it changed him for the better because I became quite friendly with him in the ensuing years and he was just a lovely chap. He was warm and generous on screen and off. He never really uh, went to Hollywood on the back of all of that success. In fact, part of the the sort of moral of that film is uh, is not to be seduced by Hollywood excess. And he carried on making excellent and interesting films, such as The Mother and Enduring Love, both with Daniel Craig, before Bond was even a thought in Daniel's eye. And when Daniel did get Bond, he wanted to bring Roger on board to direct Quantum of Solace, but uh, it didn't quite work out for Roger. It wasn't right for him. He carried on experimenting in theatre and on TV, and with form in cinema in Le Weekend with uh, Jim Broadbent and Lindsay Duncan and very playfully in what will now be uh, a posthumous release of The Duke. Roger was a guest on my radio show on BBC Radio London many times, most recently for his starry family drama Blackbird with Kate Winslet, Susan Sarandon, Sam Neill and others. And on this very show, he was on our Venice special from last year when his film The Duke premiered to great acclaim and I know it will be very much admired and loved on its UK release very soon. Here's Roger on Seen Any Good Films Lately, talking about the movies he loved. I've been watching lots of John Ford films, oh, yeah. and I've been amazed by them, utterly amazed. The Westerns? Yeah, the Westerns. And I thought they were going to be one thing, and they were completely different. They're unbelievably well acted, they're charming, really? they've I got huge hearts. Epic searches type stuff. Yeah, I mean, they're most amazing films, and I take my Stetson off to him. What an incredible director. So that's been one of my lockdown projects. The late Roger Michel there, who has died aged 65. Uh, my condolences to his family, of course, uh, and his family is really all of British film, TV and theatre. Everyone he met and worked with will have nothing but the warmest praise and memories of Roger Michel. And we do too here on Seen Any Good Films Lately. Hello, I'm Jason Solomons and welcome to another edition of Seen Any Good Films Lately. My guest on this show is one of the UK's busiest and loveliest indie actresses who somehow cornered the market in screen mums. I've got so many screen kids. You kind of take them under your wing a bit and you try to be a good example because I learn so much from them. Yes, it's Joe Hartley, who you'll know as Tomo's mum in This Is England or Eddie the Eagle's mum or the mum in BAFTA winning Welsh drama In My Skin. And now she's playing mum again in a terrific new British debut, a coming-of-age love story called Sweetheart, directed by Marley Morrison. So we'll catch up with Joe Hartley to find out all about Sweetheart, and we'll get the lowdown on her film life and movie inspirations, right after I tell you if I've seen any good films lately. There's one French charmer you should know about, also a coming-of-age movie, and it's called Gagarine. 
after the Russian cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin, who was the first man in space in 1961. And it's also after a housing estate just southeast of Paris, which in 2019 was razed to the ground, bringing to an end nearly 60 years of a utopian urban planning dream. That much is true. But this movie, Gagarin, works in a lovely fictional story about a black teenager called Yuri who quietly protests about the destruction of his home by creating his own space station within the deserted walls of the estate, gazing at the stars. I interviewed this lovely little film's directors Fanny Liatar and Jeremy Truy, and here's a bit of what they had to say about making Gagarin. Gagarin is uh, one of the several uh, buildings, grands ensembles, uh, which exist around Paris and around all the cities in France, um, and they quite all have the same uh, story uh, uh, in these last years. They Many of them are be, have been destroyed or renovated, but uh, most mostly destroyed because they they don't fit uh, today to the the utopia it, it was in the 60s. Uh, but we met Gagarin um, and we kind of fell in love with the the architecture, very impressive of this big red brick uh, building and of course the story of an astronaut coming to inaugurate the place uh, in the 60s and most of all we fell in love with the inhabitants and all this their stories of life between these walls uh, which were going to disappear do you think people were romantic about this place because presumably it was being destroyed because it was you know it was falling apart or it didn't work anymore or there was violence or whatever. We hear the stories about uh, Le, Le, Le Bonneau. Do people, were, were people, were you surprised that they were romantically attached to this place, even though it was a bit of a, perhaps a prison for them or it wasn't functioning in the way it, it should? It surprised me that uh, you, you managed to find romance there. That's true that uh, many people were conscious of the difficulties of the place and many of them, they were tired of uh, hearing about demolition and they wanted to, to leave the place. But when we we were taking like more than five minutes to talk to the people and sit on in their homes, we could really feel the attachment because... Um, mostly uh, an attachment to the community of inhabitants uh, because uh, it's like a family as uh, Yuri's family in the film. It really existed, uh, this community of uh, diverse people coming from uh, the, the generation before. Mm -hmm. They came from other countries and they found the family here. So so this was very important. And, and as Everywhere in every type of architecture, of course, the families they had story of life. Uh, they had, had they had children here. They the children played together. So yes, there is an attachment, and and it's hard to to see that the state can decide uh, to destroy everything. It's it, it's hard to accept. 
I loved Gagarin so much I made it part of my own film festival at Green Man in August and I showed it there under a full moon so it was rather magical and it is, it's a magical fairy tale in an urban setting a film about home and belonging and identity subtly charming and you can read more about it in my piece in The New European or you can see it in cinemas yourself from September the 23rd or streaming on Curzon at Home it's got a great scene in it set to Serge Gainsbourg, too. Allons enfants de la patrie, le jour de gloire est arrivé. Contre nous de la tyrannie, l'étendard sanglant est levé. Right. Time for another coming-of-age teenager movie now, closer to home, in Sweetheart, starring my guest today, Joe Hartley. Look, I also loved Sweetheart so much, I programmed that in my festival at The Green Man in August. Um, Couldn't get anyone to come along from it. Joe was filming, filming another film called Swede Caroline. But in Sweetheart, she plays the mum of 17-year-old AJ played by Nell Barlow, who's a bit grumpy about going on holiday with her family to a caravan park. Tina! Uh, Mum to you! Where's my dead Jesus jumper? You don't want a jumper on, it's 25 degrees out there. Why would you ask me to pack a bag if you're just going to go and pack it yourself? April, you can't wear a top that says dead Jesus on it, it's offensive. Oh, so music is offensive? Well, why don't you just try on that nice top that I got you? Why are you sort of buying me clothes I'm never going to wear? Well, we're on holiday. I thought you might want to make a bit of an effort. Day Day, can I get some brekkie? I'm sorry, I didn't realise that caravan parks came with a dress code. Now, all this changes when AJ spots a gorgeous lifeguard and begins a relationship that will change her life. It's a smashing film, and Joe Hartley is a smashing guest as we look at the films that have affected her and informed a career that's seen her star in Shane Meadows' This Is England series, in Eddie the Eagle with Taron Egerton, and in Ricky Gervais's hit Netflix show Afterlife, among many other appearances. When we spoke, I began by asking Joe what it was that drew her to be part of Marley Morrison's first feature film, Sweetheart. What I love about it, it's not too dark it's sweet it's fun it's light and it, it shows us that there is a solution and there are people out there that we can identify with and there are we're all human i think know? i said to her when i saw it that um although i you know it, it, it's a you know it was it was part of the flair festival wasn't it it was a little bit yeah. lgbtq plus but it didn't seem like that sort of film at all to me it was about falling in love it didn't really matter who who it was with and i completely related to it i did i mean it wasn't about coming out was it it was no. about falling in love it was about family dynamics um my character the reason why i loved the film is because it's not just the mum, she's got her own story. She falls in love as well with a magician a little bit. She has a little fling. She kind of preaches to her daughter a little bit and then she goes and gets drunk and has a little bit of fun herself. And then it's like, okay, we're both the same. We're just different generations and have different experiences. <laughs> but ultimately we love each other and we've got to, we've got to kind of uh, see where there's these similarities, you know? Tell me about the, the working with these two that that the young actors in um, in Sweetheart because they're you know they're 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 terrific both of them very different energies Ella and uh, Nell do they sort of look to you and sort of say well, how you know, how do I play this scene or do you, do you let young actors get on with it Yeah well the thing is like Nell was saying last night at the Q and A at the BFI what was lovely is like Joe would call me and we kind of met I saw Nell's tape I said to Marley she's amazing 
um, I met up with Nell. We, we went through our backstory together. We had some calls when we weren't working. We talked about music. We talked about the characters. So we, we developed the characters together with Marley. And I just, I always stay friends with, I've got so many kids, you know, screen kids. I've got wonderful screen kids. I've had the opportunity to play some great mums. I think I remember when Simon Pegg cast me in Slaughterhouse Rules and he said, oh, you do a great mum. And I felt really honoured about that because people say, oh, you play mums, but I play other characters too. I think mums are really important. And I think when I've sort of gone into this situation with Nell and it's her first job, like it was with Gabby within my skin, you kind of take them under your wing a bit and you try to be a good example because I learned so much from them because of their newness and their freshness. Yes. I, lo- I actually secretly learn a lot from them, but they're sort of looking up to you for that advice and that experience. I think the best thing to lead by is example rather than the old preachy sort of stuff. And if they ask me anything, I'm there to share my own experience, but they're amazing. They're amazing actors. And I think they've got great, you know, Nell last night, it was just great to see her all dressed up. And she, I said to her, you, you, you remind me of a young Sophia Kapala. You look beautiful. You look really classy and amazing. She, she's smart. You know, she really went to town on that part and she did something so very different from herself. And quite brave, I think, because it was, you know, it, it wasn't an attractive part, you know, especially with Ella, who's just absolutely like this Olympian gorgeousness yeah. thing, model. Yeah. Uh, and then Nell has to sort of downplay it, you know, and kind of yeah. in her first big role, sort of be a bit moody and stuff. She was, yeah, and she had to have a haircut and uh, some guy cut it for her and it was great. And the hat <laughs> and all the Stone Roses look and all that. And um, yeah, Ella's amazing. She's a wonderful actress. I mean, all of them on set were just lovely. All the cast, you know, they, they were... They were super up for it and very keen to kind of learn and get involved and confidence. Well, I, I love the film actually. I, re- I really hope it just you know goes on its way and does you know, and breaks out of what you know what could be that sort of ghetto that it's in. But I think it's I think it's a little classic actually. Thank you, Joe Hartley. Have you yeah. seen any good films lately? Well, I've been I have actually I've seen some crackers, but I've been watching old films. So I watched Burn After Reading recently. That's funny that film. That's funny because I just did a film called Swede Caroline. It's a mockumentary comedy thriller sort of stroke film. It's it's all based on a load of people that don't really know what's going on. So Burn After Reading was a reference, The Big Lebowski, King of Kongs, which is a documentary about sort of game players, which is hilarious, like Tiger King. Oh, I've not seen that one. Yeah, Best in Show. Um, <laughs> things like that. I watched Cape Fear again recently with De Niro. Um what else have I watched? I watched all the BAFTA films. I loved Rocks. That was amazing. I loved Rocks, yeah. County Lines was really important, although very, very difficult to watch. I sort of sat in my bathroom for about half an hour after it. Crying I out. was hugely affected by that, but I did. Th- I thought they were all, you know, tremendous in County Lines. But the, just when the boy sort of turns on his mum, I mean, you know, she plays she plays great mums. Uh, she, she was plays- uh, but she was amazing, but I did, you know, that 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 was vicious when the, the kid turned on her. I loved, I loved her performance as well. She started off quite unlikable, and then you you fought, sort of fell in love with it. It's very difficult to do with the arc and the scenes that she had. So she did really well. She got my vote. I watched. Is it is it Mogul Mowgli? With, yes, with, with Riz. And the one about the drummer. What's it called? Um, Sound of Metal. That's it. I love that. That was f- phenomenal. You had a Riz Ahmed season. 
I have love Riz. Okay, he's okay. a good, good friend. I love Riz. He's he's good. He's great, and I love his um his activism as well. He's very positive within the industry and does a lot. That's it, really. What other? He's done pretty well. I mean, yeah. that's great recommendations. All of them. I watched Pretty Woman again recently as well. I love that. I love is that it. is that one of the ones you put on? Like it's raining and it's a miserable day, and you think, oh, I need a, something just to pick me up. Is that the sort of thing you go for? Yeah, I think so. I I also watched Ghost Town with Ricky Gervais with my mum when I went to visit her, and I just think it's really clever. You know, just I just love watching something like that when I'm with mum, or it's raining Sunday afternoon. It's like an Eddie the Eagles a Sunday afternoon movie, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah, we 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 watched it in lockdown. I think uh, at the moment. What is your What does your mum think of your mums? My mum, my mum likes my mums, and she loved um, my skin and said, "Oh, that's really not like you. That's the first time I've seen it where it's very different. Well done." And she doesn't do compliments very often. She's very stoic and like she's eighty-seven mums, so she's just like pat on the back, well done, you know. Yeah. But she loved it. She loves Eddie the Eagle. She really does. I think she's secretly quite proud of me, Jason. But she's very northern, so she don't. Keep she won't say anything. Yeah. Well, she's look, Gabby. Times. Well, look, Gabby Radicardo just won the US Open, and I think her mum just about smiled by the look of her. Yeah. And what are they like? I know, <laughs> mum's sort of like, if she gives me a compliment, it's like winning an Oscar, you yeah. know? Well, it's nice, come. though. Keeps let's, you on your feet. Oh, let's, let's hope you. she watches that. What, what was the first <laughs> film you ever saw, Joe? I was thinking about this last night, and I think it was Greece. It could oh. have been Greece. At the cinema, you yeah, mean? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Cinema. It was either. It was either Greece or ET, and I looked at Greece, and I was like, I was only six, but I just remember going to the cinema. I, I, it was one of my first, and I think I was seven or eight, and I went. And I remember I going with my dad, and him laughing at the joke about the condom, and I didn't know what that was about the you know, it broke, and I didn't. I just remember him laughing a lot, and, I, and, and then I think I asked what it was, and, and he couldn't really explain it, and but. Yeah. And I, that, I think Greece is one of. I think we're gonna. I'm gonna put Greece down for you because it if... was Greece. It was with my mum and Janine and Steve and my brothers and sister, and we all went with my cousin. And we, yeah, I think we went to Oldham or Rochdale or somewhere classy, and it was real. And I remember watching Greece. I watched it three times. Yeah, and I'm sure you've seen it several times since. Yes, I have. It's mega, isn't it? Yeah, I think, I think it's just genius. Who were you? Who would you be? Who would I be? Oh gosh. Sandy, I think. Yeah, you've got to be Sandy, haven't you? Although, what's the lady called that's um, the naughty one with the short dark hair? Rizzo. Rizzo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe Rizzo, probably. I'd get Rizzo, wouldn't I, someone? Like I don't, I, if I'm honest and I'm casting it, I'm thinking you might end up as one of the other pink ladies. and Maybe yeah, Frenchie, go back to... You know, Frenchie! Go... Yes. Yes. Okay, Frenchie's good. You know, go okay. to beauty school. Oh. I won't get cast as Sandy, but definitely maybe a Rizzo. Rizzo, maybe they'd get someone like Maxine or something, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're really, I mean, no offence, but we're, 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 we're ageing up for Greece here. <laughs> You're supposed to be at high school. Let's do a, let's do a Greece pension. Yes, Greece years. cocoon. Yeah, I love it. Greece cocoon, starring <laughs> these lot. Hey, you want one, Sandy? No, thanks, I don't smell. You don't? Yeah. Go ahead, try it, it won't kill you. Give her a hip array. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you, you shouldn't inhale unless you're used to it. Hey, Sandy, let me teach you how to French inhale. It's really cool, watch. God, that is the ugliest looking thing I ever saw. Yeah, the guys really go for it. I and mean, that's how I got my nickname, Frenchie. Sure it is. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Okay, how about a little sneaky peek to get the party going? Oh! Italian Swiss colony. Wow, it's important. Hey, I brought some Twinkies. Anybody want one? Twinkies and wine? Oh, that's real class, Jan. It says right here it is a dessert wine. Hey, Sandy didn't get any wine. Oh, that's okay. She never had a drink before, either. Oh, yes, I did. I had some champagne at my cousin's wedding once. Ooh, ring-a-ding-ding. -ding. What's wrong? We don't got cooties. Hey, Sandy, would you like me to pierce your ears for you? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, shut up! Quiet! <laughs> Isn't that awfully dangerous? Oh, no, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to be a beautician, you know. What's the matter? Are you afraid? No, I'm not. Here, Frenchie, you can use my virgin pimp. Yeah, it's nice to know. It's good for something. Perfect. Frenchie, I really don't think it's a good idea. Oh, no, it's okay. My father won't Listen, like it. I promise you. Listen, oh! Oh, uh, Sandy, why don't we go into the bathroom? My mother will kill me if I get blood all over the carpet. It's so formative, isn't it, that grease? I just, it is just a brilliant, great choice. Did you do any research for... And like you mentioned a lot of films that you watched, but did you do any... Did you watch any films for Sweetheart? Or did you... Did you talk about it with Marley and you mentioned some of the John Hughes I think didn't you say yes I mean I I'm always watching films but not really for Sweetheart I learned my lines and made a playlist I've got a playlist here I won't remember what's on it but I did like me have a look what songs yes, I've got playlist, playlist is better, better even I made a playlist for Tina and I um and I did a lot of work with Nell and Marley. I've since doing In My Skin season one, I've I've made playlists. For I think we, when you were, I think you were on the, the one of the very first podcasts I did in lockdown, and uh, we talked about In My Skin, and I think you sort of talked me through that playlist because there was such a lot of good stuff in it. And so you did now do it. I think this is brilliant. So this is good. So I, so on my Tina sweetheart, the raincoats, fairy tale in the supermarket, Basin Street Blues, Louis Armstrong, the big country, Talking Heads, in a sentimental mood, Glenn Miller, Rudy Valley, as time goes by, in uh, da, 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 Stevie Wonder, Signed, Sealed, Delivered, ABC, Jackson Five, um, Mr. Big Stuff, G Knight, oh, yeah. Shaft, I was at K's. There's loads of crazy things. Johnny Nash, I can see clearly now. I can see clearly now. The rain is gone. It actually has just stopped. <laughs> um, I'll send you my playlist. Yes, do, is and and how did did you compile this, or you just thought this is the sort of thing that she, this character, would listen to? Uh, yeah, this to was proud. Your, yeah, to proud, trying to your hand out and so give a little bit of heart and soul. And a little, I don't know the words, but it's great. Simple minds, don't you forget about me. Tears for fears, mad world. Um, don't go breaking my heart. Elton John and Kiki D, which is an afterlife favourite. Um, <laughs> Africa Toto. I'm oh. honestly all that old school stuff. And um, this is this is your character's playlist, or this is Joe Hartley's secret playlist. This is characters. Yeah, playlist. right. Walking on sunshine, but actually, I think a lot of characters that I play, you do as an actor, you know, you make decisions based on the people involved, the script and what you can sort of challenge yourself with in the role. But you also, um, you know, you use a lot of your own experience at, at certain times of your life to, to play a role. So... Yeah, everything. I think all... you can see that in this character because you know, as you say, she sort of has a you know, there's a disco, isn't there, in, in, in the film, and she like, and you can see her sort of you know having a dance and getting a bit pissed and sort of dancing yeah. to walking on sunshine. 
I love that. I love that one. Um, but you know, uh, the gold dress. I, I found that. I'd done a voiceover in Soho, and I saw this little shop, and I, we couldn't find the dress, and I just saw it hanging in the window. It's so like not cheap and tacky, but it's very sparkly. I've still got it. I said I'm going to wear it. I was going to wear it last night, but I was like, <laughs> like what's she come as? Um, yeah, it was fun to do the dance and let let the hair down, and you know, be silly with the magician and have have a bit of fun there. So that was good. So music backstory just chatting to Marley sometimes you know what every film is different sometimes you just learn your lines and turn up and be yeah. present listen to the other actors and don't overcomplicate it you know but this one a bit more than that this one was kind of a bit of like it was simpler it was just you know learn lines speak to Marley about her experience you know watch a few movies and have a little think about the elements where you know, there's, there's beats in the film. What what would I have been like? Or, you know, has anybody had that experience? Speak to people. And Because, I mean, they asked me a question last night. Are you like your character? I guess, no, because I haven't got three kids and I'm not broken up with an alcoholic husband. But I've, I've been through fear and I've been through financial insecurity and I've had trouble with personal relationships and I've kind of been a human. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I said you'd have to be a heroin addict to play a heroin addict. You just have to draw upon sometimes the five senses, imagination, as Carl Jung talks about, that sort of active imagination, and just be present and trust that you've got everything you need. You know, Shane Meadows and Ricky Gervais said to me, you don't really need to do much, like the outfit, being present, you've got a lot going on. So some actors have things going on and the, the, the camera will just focus on the eyes and it'll pick up what's going on. If you're truthfully in that scene and you're focusing on the principle and the point of the scene, you can't really go wrong because the editor then puts all those moments together and tells the story. I love it when you talk about your process, Joe. I don't like to force actors to talk about the process because I know it's a bit bit wanky isn't it sometimes yeah. but I like it when you, you do it very real do it in a very real real way is um, there a film that you saw that changed your life I might even qualify this one is there a performance that you saw by an actor or actress that changed your life there's probably a few I think one of the films that did change my life is Once Upon a Time in America I remember sitting on the couch I've been out for the weekend and it was a Sunday evening and I was laying on the couch and I started watching it and it was just the most gripping experience the music mm. the visuals I always was in love with De Niro you know I've been in love with him since he was come out you know on the on the screen a dream I've been dreaming all my life swear to god noodles you and me together we can make it come true what is it Federal Reserve Bank. It's the biggest step we could take, Noodles. performance that really got me was a uh, woman under the influence by with Regina Rowland mm. with Ron Cassavetti's movie that 
was and, and also the piano teacher um isabella hubert that was amazing amazing he's the yeah. second person in a row to, to recommend a piano teacher yeah. sam Spruill. i've just been talking to him and he yeah. was blown away by her in, in the piano teacher it's always interesting like an actor is blown away by a female performance and takes a lot from that yes but films have changed my life this is england changed my life for many personal reasons and the fact that it was like you know this experience i had with this family of people mm. um, i went through my own journey on it and it was just so beautiful me and mr sander have got your little gift it's an early christmas gift and uh yeah anyway open it It's not a new one, mine, but it's uh, it's as good as the man in the shop said. Only one person had had it before, and Jesus, mum, you didn't have to do that. I bet it cost a bomb. Do you like it? Love it. Well, it doesn't matter. It's uh, it's worth it. It's an investment in your future, Sean. I know you've been working hard, and it, it means a lot to me that. It must have cost you a bomb. Oh, it's nothing, is it, money? You can practice. Yeah. Some good crimbo pictures. Got all the bits and bobs with it. Don't know what's in there. Jesus, you've even got some lenses. Oh, yeah. Do wide, wide ones and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I think the one that I remember where I realised I would love to be an actor was probably Once Upon a Time in America. I think Elizabeth McGovern is the... There's not many women in that, but she's the main, yes. main girl in that. Yes. I was always obsessed with De Niro, though. I was, and yeah. Pacino now as well. So when I went to the BAFTAs that year, I think, you know, when the, the Irishman was there, and mm. they were both in the same room, and I was just sat with a beautiful green dress on and these diamonds sat next to my friend, and I was like, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino are there. And they're singing, <laughs> it's over the, you know, somewhere over the rainbow. And I was just... At Wizard of Oz is my favourite film ever. And I was just like, what's going on? This is a dream. It was beautiful. I had a little tear in my eye. We were on the red carpet that night, I think, together. We were. We were. We've got a beautiful picture of us, yeah. which is gorgeous. <laughs> just thought I'd throw that in. Have you got a film poster there in your in your flat? Can I see Guess a film what? poster? Guess what? I have got a film poster. I've got one. It's Sweetheart. They gave it me last night. <laughs> I haven't put it up yet. I, I used to always have film posters and it was like, you know, uh, The Mean Streets or Once Upon a Time in America, things like that. But I've not got any up and I think that's shameful, isn't it? I need to get some really cool... Uh, we were talking about, is it Saul Dab? Saul Dab? Saul Dib. Dib, that's it. Jojo should know. But I was talking to Kellen Jones. We just did the, the film together and we were talking about film posters because we're going to get a great one for Sweet Caroline. And we were looking at all these iconic posters and I was like, whoa, because he was like, these are the posters that everyone loves. But I, 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 yeah, I'm sorry, shameful. The only one I have now is in a brown rolled up tube and it's for sweetheart. But you can't put that on you all, can you, yourself? <laughs> you can't. But you, haven't you got the, uh, the first This Is England one with everyone? I have, yeah, signed. I've oh, got this got in England. I've got that signed. Actually, I have this. I'll show you. I've got... Um, <laughs> oh, this is good. It's actually that. That's on my wall. Uh, it's. Can you see oh, it? Oh, it's got a reflection. Oh, this is England. Oh, that's a... But that's a, on an, a cin that's a, it, at a cinema. A photograph yeah, that's a picture that somebody, a fan um, it, in Italy sent me and I got it framed because I thought it was really sweet. It's beautiful. And it, it that's in an Italian cinema, is it? 
Yeah, and it was taken by a fan when we was in, I think it might have been in Rome or something, but I thought it was lovely. I've put that on my wall. That's a very cool bit of art photography. I, I, that's that's better than a poster. I'll send you a picture, but um, it's it's beautiful. But I, I, I should get some posters, yeah. Yeah, oh, go on. I don't want to clutter up your flat. I don't want to ruin the aesthetic of your flat. No, I need to get. But you're not in. Things. You're not in the, the "This Is England" poster, the first one, are you? No, I'm not. I'm not. I should. I should be. But yeah. I also wanted to have a skinhead, and I got. I got told no. You're, <laughs> you have to have a Brian Maper. What What's that one behind you there, Jason? Because I know you're your major film buff. I've got that. I think you're looking at Doctor No. Oh I wow! Sean Connery in Doctor No. It's a French poster of Doc of Doctor No. Wow. And I think what another yeah. one I've got behind me. Oh, there, that's a that's a cover of a magazine. That pink one is a cover of an old Italian magazine done up to look like art with yes. uh, with Bridget You're Bardot far, on the front. Far more knowledgeable than I am. I think all those old posters are amazing. I think there's a great guy um, on Instagram, Alfie Button. He, he just did a, a lovely... Actually, he did a... He did send me a poster, actually. It's in a tube. I've not... Oh, it's just been framed. I've been away filming, and they've just texted me to say... It's been framed, so I'm going to send you a copy of that. But he does these amazing... I'll send you his link on Instagram. He did an amazing poster of This Is England, and it's Tomo on the front, and it's like it's got our names on it, so I'll send you that afterwards. There you go. So you've got a poster that's at the framers that you are about to put up. I'm glad I reminded you to go and get... But you've probably got some dry cleaning you need to go and collect as well. <laughs> I've still got the budgies here, but they're in the other room. I didn't forget them. <laughs> if I could give you the gift of time travel and you could go back to any set of any film being made classic film, new film, old film, and, and just drop in on it, either for a scene, like a famous scene, to see it being made, or just, just you can, I'll give you the eight weeks of the whole shoot if you want. Which film do you fancy going to? I'd love to do the whole shoot, uh, The Wizard of Oz. <gasps> wow, that would be, that would be some stories you get from there. I just want to go in there and be, uh, Judy Garland, just that, remember that scene, that film, I watched it every Christmas and was obsessed with it. I just read a book of Florence Scovel Shin, who's a metaphysical teacher. She was an artist in New York and um, she she became like a metaphysical sort of, you know, spiritual teacher in her mid years. And um, she talks about it in the book and the meaning of it, No Place Like Home and that internal journey that we go on. And it was really powerful to be sat on the beach in Portugal reading this sort of book about having an awakening or an experience and at the end of it, it just mentions the wizard of oz and i was like now i know why i was obsessed with it from being little that person. connection yeah just everything you need within you the the messages in that film when i saw it i didn't get it i didn't understand it for many years it was just magical and fun and beautiful and the red shoes and as i yeah. got older understood the meaning of it well it still works because i was watching everybody's talking about jamie Oh, last wow. night yes, and in it he gets in it he gets red shoes you know they're his first pair of shoes for his birthday wow and so it it, it carries on yes i want to see that i saw mark and anita herbert on their instagram they were there weren't yeah they? well he produced it mark herbert your producer yes. yeah the legend moving up moving up to the big time with his big big hit musical there yeah it's, yeah you're gonna love it i'm sure absolutely have you ever fallen in love at the movies well, you're going to love this one. This is a little bit of goss that you don't know. But, I mean, I've fallen in, in love many times with, with people on screen, but I've, I've... the first time I went to the cinema was Rochdale Cinema in my teen years, like not, not with mum and stuff. I think I was probably 15 or 16, and I met 
da, da, da. and was asked on a date by Mark Owen how to take that. No. <laughs> yeah, he asked me on a date and I started going out with him and I was, it was pre-take that. Um, and was he yeah, cute? He was cute. I presume he was cute then. So handsome and gorgeous and we met, we met outside Rochdale Cinema. He asked me on a date, we started dating. Um, Did you go to the cinema with him? I think I might have done, I'm not sure, but I remember it being outside the cinema. I hadn't been with him. I was with a friend. And um, you know like you do when you're hanging around and yeah. these boys with their mom. Who's your mate? Fancy your mate. I remember his mate. I remember we all used to hang out. They were from Oldham. And yeah, he asked me out and then he became Mark Owen of Take That. I've seen him since. I saw him actually at the Soho cinema um, um, when I was, oh, it's about five years ago, just after I'd worked on something with Shane and he was going down the stairs and I was coming up and I was like, oh, so yeah, that was the first person that I kind of had a romantic liaison with. Um, I think we might have, I don't know if we had a little kiss, but we, we definitely swapped numbers and he called me. And my mum had a diary and it had Mark Owen in and the number, she had a little diary next to the phone. You know, yeah. we didn't have mobiles, we just had phones with a seat on it. Yeah. And, you know, like the Eddie the Eagle phone, you sit down and you sit next to the door and then you've got, mum's got a diary with all the numbers in. And Mark Owen, she's still got a little diary. I have to get her to take a picture of it and send it to us. Oh, you, yeah, that you and Mark Owen, you set him on a, you set him on the path. Yeah, and then he went off and became really famous and <laughs> and I used to dance to it in them and jump off the sofa to all these songs in the house and pretend I was in a rock and roll band. I love take that. <laughs> he, he was he was the cutest one of it amongst them. I, I think he chose very well. Yes, I, yes. I mean, he chose me. I was very excited, and then he just went off and became really, really successful and famous. And I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favourite? screen musical moment it doesn't have to be from a musical it could be where they just use music and 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 they burst out with what's your favorite one i think it has to be west side story oh yes i think i have to say that i remember that always as a kid um jumping off the sofa la 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 Nerica, you know doing all that in the house it was yeah west side story i think i go back to san juan i know a boat you can get uh -huh. Everyone there will give big cheer. Hey! Everyone there will have moved here. me wonder what your favorite film location might be either that you've shot in yourself which could be anything from a tiny room to you know the most spectacular place around the world or the one that you've seen on screen and thought oh, i want to go there oh wow gosh yeah i haven't thought about that one well i recently filmed a show that i've just done for sky called das boo and i was in malta and i woke up every morning and there was the ocean it was a bit like sweetheart the oceans there that's mm. very inspiring it gets that, what, it's a remake of the submarine movie das boot 
Yeah, yeah. It's a great show. I mean, season one was Vicky Cripps, who was in the... Um, the Phantom Thread. Thread. She starred in that one. And then the season two I didn't see, which wasn't meant to be as good, but season three, yeah, it's quite interesting. It was just lovely. So I just did that. Um, what other locations? Oh, gosh. I mean, I don't know. you got you got... A, I'd love like Monaco and places like that the Grace Kelly films I don't know what what somewhere mm. like that I'd love to go somewhere I, I like places like that it'd be great to, I've just been looking at all the pictures from Venice Film Festival and Jodie and everything I was like oh this is great look at her she's having the time of her life it's like hanging out with all these film stars and she's just turning up and it's like she looks brilliant is she a mate of yours Jodie Comer She's, she's not a mate, mate, but we do talk sometimes. We text and she's gorgeous. She'll text me and say, oh, my God, I'm watching This Is England again. You're amazing. Or she'll give me a compliment about something. And we do sort of message now and again. But I just I just adore her because she's so authentic and real and she's just smashing it and she's just got her feet on the ground. But I saw her at the Venice Film Festival and I was just giggling, going, wow, this is so good. I was there, you know. You was there. I know you were. I was I remember seeing Shane there once, many, many years ago. I can't yeah. remember which film it must have been. I went to Cannes as well with 24-hour party people. I remember being a... We, we went along with the, all the cast and crew and it was so much fun. That, that was, was the best one of the best parties, legendary Cannes parties, Joe Harley. Yeah, I know. And it was way before <laughs> I'd started really doing my acting fully. You know, I was like professionally doing it and I went along because I auditioned for the part that Shirley got. And then they were like, I was hanging out with them because I knew Rob Gretton really well and Paddy played Rob. And then, you know, I kind of met Paddy again after that. And it was great. And um, I don't know, somewhere I'd like to film. It'd be great to do a film on location in like, yeah, can or, or 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 sort of Monaco or something. I love filming at Pinewood. It was super exciting turning up at the studios. Um, what I did love when we was doing Desk Boot is we filmed on this most amazing beach in Malta. I can't remember the name of mm. it, but it was. I'll send you a picture once it's out. I've got a lovely 1930s costume on with a big hat and a lovely. It's gorgeous, and I'm on the beach with Ray Stevenson's the, the my husband in it and little boy and it was like a flashback so oh, that that's was... perfect that's just a beautiful image on which to end sunny the big hat as well you in a big hat joe hartley yeah although it does hide your big hair <laughs> no my hair's getting bigger <laughs> look at the size I, of that i you know what i had spended my hair last night for the premiere and i woke up like this and just put a bit of lippy on and i was like i need i texted him this morning i said i need you with me all the time could you do that and he was like of course <laughs> <laughs> your, your personal hair Stylist, yeah. he's done a very good job. I've got there. my dad's hair. My mum and dad's got good hair, but yeah, it, I let it grow in lockdown, and it was almost like Neil out the young ones. It was very, very long. I needed to get it chopped, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fantastic catching up with you. Fantastic talking about Sweetheart as well, which I'm a massive fan of. But you as well, I'm a big fan of, and all your answers have been really fascinating, Jason. Thank you so much for joining me on Seeing Any Good Films Lately. Real pleasure to catch up with you and your hair. And you, I'm a massive fan and thank you for having me on this. It's uh, really good to talk about film with you. You're so knowledgeable and amazing. So, yeah, can't wait to see you soon in the flesh. Oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? I have missed that. Yes, yeah, me too. And Sweetheart is in cinemas in the UK from September the 23rd. It's gorgeous. And you can also catch Joe right now in TV comedy The Cleaner on BBC iPlayer. <laughs> We're gearing up for Bond here next week and I'll be bringing you a Seen Any Bond Films Lately special. But we mustn't forget there are other movies available 
And you might well be booking some stuff for the upcoming London Film Festival, which opens on October the 6th and goes all the way through to October the 17th. If you want a few tips, may I suggest The Phantom of the Open, a warm-hearted British comedy starring Mark Rylance as the world's worst golfer, Boiling Point with Stephen Graham as a het-up chef, True Things with my seen-any-good-films-lately Venice special guest Ruth Wilson on top form, Hit the Road, an Iranian charmer from Pana Panahi, Flea, as in flight, not the insect, it's an outstanding animation documentary hybrid. There's compartment number six, which is in the Love Strand. It's a train journey through Russia between two unlikely compartment companions. And how about, yes, this one I love, Sean Baker's brilliant, gaudy American dream porn satire, Red Rocket. That's in the laugh section. And I think that's enough for a moment. So Phantom of the Open, Boiling Point, True Things, Hit the Road, Flea, Compartment Number 6 and Red Rocket. That lot should sort you out. You don't even have to be in London for the London Film Festival this year. There are screenings in Bristol, Glasgow, Manchester, Newcastle, Belfast, all over. Bag a ticket for one of those I've recommended on bfi.org.uk and you'll be forever grateful for the recommend, I promise you. Because that's what we do on Seen Any Good Films Lately. And you've had loads of recommends today from Gagarin to Sweetheart and all the enthusiastic ones from my guest, Joe Hartley. Thanks to her and to my editor, Kate Dawkins, as ever. I'll see you next time.